When you make decisions for your company, you look for the no-brainers. If you have a lot of mailing to do, Stamps.com is the ultimate no-brainer. Use the Stamps.com mobile app to mail everything you need to keep your business running with up to 89% off USPS and UPS. Make the same no-brainer decision as over 1 million other businesses with Stamps.com. Use code PROGRAM for a special offer. That's Stamps.com, code PROGRAM. Hi, I'm Lawrence Delalio, host of the Evening Standard Rugby Podcast, brought to you in partnership with QBE Business Insurance. The show is available to listen to now and right up to the end of the season when the winners of the Champions Cup will be crowned at Tottenham Hotspur Stadium and the fight for the Premiership title will be decided at Twickenham. QBE is one of the world's leading insurers and they will help your business build resilience through risk management and insurance solutions. Subscribe and download now wherever you get your podcasts. Thanks for listening. Hi, it's David here. For this edition of the Leader Coronavirus Daily, we're looking at face masks. The government's making them mandatory on public transport, but not in places like shops. We'll ask why and also give advice on how to get them and how to wear them. If you're enjoying the show, please do rate and subscribe through your podcast provider. Now, from the Evening Standard in London, I'm David Marsland, and this is the Leader Coronavirus Daily. If you travel on public transport, like the Tube, you have a higher risk of catching a flu-like illness. A study by the Institute of Global Health looked at contagion on the underground in 2018. It found the longer you're on a train and the more changes you have to make, the more likely it is you'll get sick. Old Cavendish Street. And the reasons for that don't go away if you take a bus. Lots of people crammed together, many hands touching surfaces, coughing, sneezing. Simply breathing in a crowded space has the potential to spread a virus like COVID-19. We know that there are several factors that have a substantial impact on our risk of getting COVID. One of them is being in an enclosed space where physical distance is not possible and public transport definitely ticks both of those boxes. So therefore, does represent a, a bigger risk for acquiring COVID. So wearing masks will both reduce the risk of someone with uh, the infection, even if they don't know it, giving it to others, and will also offer some protection to the wearer as well. Dr. Babak Javid is a Cambridge University physician who's among scientists who have called for face masks to be used on public transport since right from the start of the pandemic. Only now is Transport Secretary Grant Shapps making that happen. As of Monday the 15th of June, face coverings will become mandatory on public transport. As we come through this phase, we're doing what many other countries have asked transport users to do. And as passenger numbers increase, and we expect this trend to continue, we need to ensure every precaution is taken on buses, trains, aircraft and on ferries. Those other countries acknowledged by Mr Shapps include Germany, where some states could fine you up to €300 Euros for repeatedly not wearing one. So what's taken the UK so long? This instructional video from the World Health Organization gives a hint. If you do not have any respiratory symptoms such as fever, cough or runny nose, you do not need to wear a medical mask like this one. Mask alone can give you a false feeling of protection and can even be a source of infection when not used correctly. Masks should only be used by healthcare workers, caretakers or by people who are sick with symptoms of fever and cough. Why? 
because healthcare workers and caretakers are in close contact with ill individuals, so they're at higher risk of catching COVID-19. And sick people should wear masks to protect others from small droplets that can come out when they cough or sneeze. The scientific advice given by places like the WHO has been at best conflicting. Some scientists have insisted that mask wearing not only doesn't work, it could actually increase the risk of spreading the disease. The uncertainty is because it's difficult to do the, the kind of evidence that some scientists demand. That evidence, Dr Javid says, would come from randomised trials where some people wear a mask and others don't. The problem has been that until now, people taking part in those trials just haven't taken them very seriously. Those, those trials were done, uh, you know, 10 years ago um, in, in the light of the influenza pandemic, actually. But the reality is that people weren't scared of getting the flu, so most people just didn't bother wearing the mask, even though they were supposed to. But when people checked, uh, they found that masks were protected by about 75% if you wore it. If you didn't wear it, surprisingly enough, it didn't work. At places like Waterloo Station, signs are already going up saying please use face coverings. More than a million masks are also being handed out by Transport for London for free at a cost of around £300,000. Right now, it's all very polite. But what happens when the requests become law? Well, enforcement could be the tricky part of this. But what the Mayor has said today is that British Transport Police will be available to advise passengers and uh, they'll probably be on the gate line at the ticket barriers as they have been already when they were questioning people earlier in the pandemic as to whether their journey was essential. Ross Lydell is the Evening Standard's health editor. He says apart from the use of British Transport Police, London Mayor Sadiq Khan hopes passengers themselves will encourage others to wear the masks. He expected that basically people would essentially self-police this and may ask someone for an explanation of why they're not wearing a face mask and there may be a reason why that may be the case. Perhaps somebody with breathing difficulties, for example, may struggle with it. There's also a lack of clarity about children, whether they will have to wear masks. Uh, Sadiq said that younger children won't have to wear masks, but an exact age hasn't been given. Dr Babak Javid also works for Tsinghua University in China and admits the UK may need a cultural shift to make mask wearing normal. In Asia in general, actually, you know, in, in Japan more so than China and so on, there has been for some time uh, an, a culture where because a personal space is a more uh, limited commodity, uh, that you sort of think about others. You know, if you've got a cold, you wear a mask to protect your colleagues and co-workers or, or you know, people that you're on the uh, tube with or whatever. So that's a long-standing uh, aspect of the culture. Uh, and of course, in China specifically, people wore masks also uh, uh, to protect themselves from the risks of pollution. So first step is cutting it in studio. but maybe that shift is happening. Across the country, there's a small cottage industry developing created by a demand to make masks a bit more individual. Oh, I have sent face masks to Finland, Switzerland, France, Germany, uh, Brussels, Ireland, all over. 
And when people get in touch with me, I'm like, you can absolutely have one if you're happy to pay the postage. And it's not too much. It's maybe three or four quid. Kelly McPhee's been churning out masks internationally through her Instagram page, The Crafty Cyclist Sews, the name giving a clue as to what her normal job is. I've raced at the Commonwealth Games and I'm the Scottish champion just now and British series champion and stuff. So, yeah, no, I, I, like, I race mountain bikes quite seriously. From a home in Stirling in Scotland, she's been trying to meet demand for less boring masks, with unusual requests including bumblebee patterns and airline staff looking for aviation themes. She thinks people are starting to see face masks as having a role other than simple infection prevention. So the feedback I've got from people is just that the, the surgical ones just look so clinical, and when you're in the shop and you see someone with a surgical one on, you're reminded of why we're having to do this now. But when you see somebody with uh, like a cheerful face mask on, you smile and you might not see somebody's mouth, but you can absolutely see their like my crow's feet when I smile. <laughs> and that's lovely. That's that's nice. So we're, this is unprecedented times, but we might as well find ways to to bring a little bit of joy along the way with it. As yet, masks will only be compulsory on public transport, not in public places like shops. That's leading to some critics saying the policy doesn't go far enough. Ross Lydell says authorities hope people will use their common sense. Face masks are essentially part of a package. They are not the magic bullets in themselves. It's been said that hand washing and social distancing are the two most important parts of protecting ourselves from the spread of the virus and face masks will play a small but potentially significant part in preventing us exhaling uh, particles of the virus uh, into the air and therefore onto others. So it will contribute, uh, but it won't be a solution in itself. And that's the leader, Coronavirus Daily. You can keep up with all the latest COVID-19 developments with the Evening Standards live blog, which you'll find at standard.co.uk. And we also have morning briefings available at 7am through your smart speaker. Just ask for the news from the Evening Standard. This podcast is back on Monday at 4pm. Hi, I'm Lawrence Delalio, host of the Evening Standard Rugby Podcast, brought to you in partnership with QBE Business Insurance. The show is available to listen to now and right up to the end of the season when the winners of the Champions Cup will be crowned at Tottenham Hotspur Stadium and the fight for the Premiership title will be decided at Twickenham. QBE is one of the world's leading insurers and they will help your business build resilience through risk management and insurance solutions. Subscribe and download now wherever you get your podcasts. Thanks for listening. When you make decisions for your company, you look for the no-brainers. If you have a lot of mailing to do, Stamps.com is the ultimate no-brainer. Use the Stamps.com mobile app to mail everything you need to keep your business running with up to 89% off USPS and UPS. Make the same no-brainer decision as over 1 million other businesses with Stamps.com. Use code PROGRAM for a special offer. That's stamps.com, code PROGRAM.